0: Happy Mother's Day. I am going to ask right now if my panel of moms, and uh, you've been previously asked, so if like random people just start coming up on the, you know, it might get a little um, musical chair kind of caliber. But the, those that have been asked in advance, and we have planned for this, if you could come join me uh, right now, that would be awesome. I think it's also awesome that the kids are dismissed sign is up there but like literally like they all just started running out in the middle of like all the other video they they all just left and i was like oh they're so excited today hi guys i feel like you're so far but there's like a lot of them so well this morning um it is a privilege to be able to kind of share this stage a little bit and uh sometimes uh, you know we're just up here by ourselves and doing it's like monologue style but this today I get to ask some questions to these moms that have joined me and um, I hope and I pray and I believe it will be like inspiring to you I believe that they have uh, experience and knowledge and words from the Lord rich words from the Lord today that will um, that help us all and you know this isn't you're not if you're you're like, oh, I'm not a mom. I guess this is not for me today. That's not what this is. Because I believe that uh, on Mother's Day, fathers, singles, children, you know, adults, a- anyone, no matter where you're coming from or what your background is, you can receive something. And on Father's Day, it's not just for fathers, it's for mothers and children and singles. And we can all receive and learn from each other. Am I right? I I believe, I truly believe that there's not one person in the world that I could meet that I would be like, oh, I guess I can't learn anything from them. Doesn't matter their demograph, their age, what they've been through, what they haven't been through. I always, uh, when I meet new people, I'm like, I wonder what I could learn from them today. I wonder. And um, so I I believe we're going to learn some things today. And so we have some uh, pretty great moms up here. I believe, and they're g- representing different um, contexts this morning. And I've asked them in the questions that I'm gonna sh- ask to share from their contexts, okay? So we have Luz here and I've asked her to share from kind of like, she has grown children. So this is where kind of she's coming from. And, and then we have Holly who has all the children. from the littlest to adult children so she's going to share from there then we have Kaylee with littles so and another one coming very very soon and then we have Sylvia and I've asked Sylvia would she share from the context of um raising a a son with special special needs and special attention and she is graciously agreed to do that and um appreciative of that. And then we have Esmeralda, and I've asked her to share from the context of um, being a single mom and raising her son. Uh, So that's kind of where they're going to be coming from as we we share today. Donna Bell says this. She said, motherhood is a choice you make every day to put someone else's happiness and well-being ahead of your own, to teach the hard lessons, to do the right thing, even when you're not sure what the right thing is. And to forgive yourself over and over and over again for doing everything wrong. (laughs) Isn't that how it feels sometimes? (laughs) It certainly does. So today, you know, the stage, you know, it's comprised not of perfect moms. None of us up here are perfect. But moms just trying really hard to make a difference, to raise kids well and in the right way, like all of us, moms and dads in the room. And uh, so, you know, we're gonna go ahead and get started and I'm just gonna, just to kind of give you a basic information. I'm gonna have them start from here and go all the way down and just share, um, kind of in a second or two, like how many kids you have and their age and you know, if you're married or not, just your family
1: dynamic. Yes, I am married to that white guy over there, <laughs> Steven <laughs> <laughs> I have two grown children currently in Texas serving the Lord. Awesome.
2: Amen. I'm married, to, oh, what, married to Ryan, hat, um, and my, I have a almost 21-year-old, 18, almost 16, 14, seven. I mean, let's just
0: clap for remembering all of that.
3: Uh, Yes, I'm married. Um, I have three kids and one on the way in a couple weeks. Um,
4: And I have a five-year-old, a three-year-old, a one-year-old, and one and two in two weeks. Wow. Hi. (laughs) I am a single mom. I have two kids. My daughter is 14, and my son is 12. I got one.
5: Hello, I am Esmeralda, and I am a divorced single mom, and my son is 18, and he's back Woo. there.
0: <laughs> Shout out, junior. All right. Okay, so we're just going to get started here, and I'm going to actually start with a, just a super light question, and this one's going to go to Kaylee. And Kaylee, I'm going to ask you, what would you say is the biblical role of a mom?
3: <laughs> just nice and light to start off with. Um, for me, it's to train up a child in the way they should go, and um, that looks, that's really hard. <laughs> that's, like, a loaded question, but for me, um, literally, it's something I think about, like, every day. Mm. I think about, um, you know, just raising little humans, and my oldest is five, and they're all close together, so it's, it can be kind of, like, chaotic a lot of times, and, um yeah, but I just believe that's the role that God has put mothers in and that we should really be just literally like training them up every single day. That looks like, you know, practically speaking, um, showing them how to do things, speaking it out. And for me, um, yeah, that's something, you know, it's a task of every day.
0: What would you, what would you say are some of the, like, the greatest challenges in fulfilling that biblical role as a mom?
3: Uh, I mess up
0: all the time. <laughs>
3: And so basically it's like, you know, just giving myself a lot of grace, um, try again the next day, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, I don't always, obviously, um, if my kid acts out or does something I'm not super fond of, um, being able to correct them in a proper way. You know that's something I struggle with. Like sometimes I'll just lose it. I'll just lose my patience, and I'm like, you know, I snap Give at us them. a picture of what that looks like. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I have lots of stories, <laughs> um, and so basically, just uh, going up to you know my kids and saying sorry to them. You know that's something that I'm still in the process of learning and. You know, at first, it's, like, really hard. It's, like, really hard to go up to your kid and be, like, especially when they're, like, three, and they're, like, all crazy, and you're, like, I'm so sorry, and they're, like, ah. (laughs) Um, But, (laughs) and you're not even quite sure if they understand, but for me, it's more, like, keeping my heart soft to that, and I want them to grow up um, to know that I did apologize. You know, I did say sorry um, to teach them that.
0: Yeah, and I don't, I don't think they'll forget that, and but you're right. I think it is sometimes a lot more about us and keeping us, us tender. Um, I'm gonna pass this this question on to Sylvia, and it kind of goes in hand with with that maybe. But the question is this: if you could succeed at only one area you know there's lots of areas as a mom that you want to succeed in and as a dad and 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 different things but but if you could succeed at one like what what would you narrow that down to
4: wow (laughs) um i would say for me just just to raise good humans and who love who love God and love people well. Like, I think that's just the biggest thing. It's just loving, loving God and loving people well.
0: Amen. Um, Holly. So, kind of as we've mentioned, there's, there's like a, a huge gap from the, the littlest to the oldest. but And I'm sure this may have changed over the years, but if there was one thing that you would want your children, as they kind of age out from that family home, you know, they're kind of going out on their own and they look back, Mm. what would be the one thing that you would want them to remember from their childhood?
2: I think the one thing I really want them to know that I delight in them and Mm. that they are so enjoyed and loved and cherished. And I think that if they have that to the core, then, Mm. A lot gets taken care of from that.
0: Wow, that's good. <laughs> that is beautiful. Because um, there's so many ways you can answer that. But I feel like that just covers it. Because how many know, like, our kids, like, they, we all lack so much as we're growing. And, and, and some of us get to adulthood and we still lack so much. But if you know that your mom, delights in you like the father delights in us what a reflection that's that's good that's good lose well you have um grown children so you know i'm sure there's things as you reflect and look back as you raise them there's maybe something that you're like "Wow, i wish i kind of did that a little differently is there is there something that you would like to share that you wish you'd done differently?
1: Yes. Totally. Because I have a bunch of lists. Okay, we'll just pick but a few. One. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, the first I think about is um, what I would have done differently is walk with the Lord. Yeah. Know the Lord. And this was out of ignorance, of course. Upbringings and values, but if I would have corrected that would have been the one thing that could have been so edifying and so um, fulfilled, they would have been filled with that and I would express that because right, In that would have been life for them too. All
0: right, well then on the flip side, what is something that you felt like I did well? Like I look back and I'm like, oh. I kind of nailed that. Like that, you know, and it, this is not the time, you know, to be humble. This is the time to be like, I did this well, guys.
1: Well, I had the opportunity to ask my children when I went to Texas. I oh. did. And they said, no matter what happened, Mom, you were there for us. Uh, uh, come on. Good. So good. You I were present. there for that. So that was encouraging. And so I really felt okay I did good because it's very difficult that we praise ourselves mm-hmm. but coming from my children now that walk with the Lord it was very edifying and very comforting not only for me but for them too
0: that's good and what an opportunity to be able to ask them because that's a, because like you can just make things up you're like I think I feel like I did this well yeah. and then you mentioned your kids and you're like I don't even remember that <laughs> that didn't happen uh, so that's awesome um Esmeralda, from your perspective, in kind of your context, what has been uh, the greatest challenge as a mom That's a heavy question I,
5: know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think the biggest challenge is having to navigate between being like the mom and the dad in the home, like being the pro- the financial provider on top of the spiritual leader on top of the Home, like the, the housekeeper, the um, just like the everyday responsibilities that come as just being a parent. But now you're doing it times two. Mm-hmm. And so that's been a very hard challenge, but I'm really grateful that we have a father in heaven that just sweeps us when we're in the midst of weakness. And because I have a lot of weaknesses, I'm able to really lean on him and get the um, strength that I need to, to keep raising my son.
0: So... So then, you know, I'm going to just bring this up, like uh, like on Father's Day, Mm -hmm. like what does that feel like for you? You know, I really respect dads, Mm -hmm. especially
5: the dads that are present with their sons and especially dads that are spiritual leaders. And so I feel like they deserve that day and they deserve to be praised. But I do appreciate when people reach out and go, hey, happy Father's Day. And I'm like, oh. Thank you. That's so thoughtful. Yeah. So it, it feels good. That's
0: cool. Yeah. Um, that's great. Sylvia. <laughs> Often, <laughs> and this is no reflection. I'm going to start this question this way, but it's no reflection on Sylvia. Often <laughs> we feel like we're failing as moms. <laughs> well. Okay. We all feel that way. Um, but sometimes we have major wins. And I guess I'm just wondering if you have a story that you could share with us about a big win
4: that you've had in mothering? (laughs) I could be here all day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, oh my gosh, sorry. I'm like going to get emotional. Um, About, I'd say the most recent because honestly everything that has to do with my son Ryler is just a massive miracle because he was told, I was told when he first started presenting being on the autism spectrum, that he was going to be a menace to society, that he was going to just continue to get worse and um, that he really wasn't going to have his verbal (laughs) ability to talk and stuff. And so if anybody has met Ryler that... He's so kind, oh and he's God. gracious, and he's loving, and he can talk <laughs> a lot. <laughs> so I mean, that's one huge thing, but something happened about a month ago. Um, Ryler woke up, he came running out of his room, and he goes, Mom, I had a dream. I go, okay, he, I had a dream that God fixed my Nintendo Switch. And I'm like, <laughs> that's okay, a dream. okay, and he's like, Mom, I just know, and his Nintendo Switch had broken, and, you know, it's, they're expensive, and it is what it is. But I'm like, okay, right? And he puts on the charger, and the light came on, but nothing else came on. But he was so excited, um, and we had to go do something. And I kind of started getting nervous as a mom, and I'm like, oh, I, well, yeah. Yeah. see that you prayed for this. Yeah. I'm like, so if, uh, if God doesn't answer this prayer, right, uh, how are you going to feel about it? And without even thinking about it, he goes, Mom, if God doesn't answer my prayer, he's still good. Come on. And, wow. <laughs> oh. and I just, I started bawling because how many times has there been prayers that have not been answered for us? And that wasn't, you know, that wasn't our reaction. Right. And I was just like, it was that moment that was like, man, there's so many things that have been, Um, milestones and uphill battles for him, but if he can really hold on to the fact that no matter what, whether the prayer is answered or not, that God is still good in that, um, then what else is there left to do? I'm, you know, I feel like I've reached it. I'm sure there's a lot more I have to do, but, (laughs) but um, yeah, and end of the story is that he was given a brand new uh, Nintendo Switch by good friends and his Nintendo Switch literally came back to life. So God like double <laughs> blessed him. Well, it's like a double so. resurrection, guys. Yeah. Yeah. But. <laughs>
0: that, is, is such, that is such a testimony, Sylvia, of, of the foundation that you've laid in Ryler's life. Because like how many know we can quote what we've heard, Right. We can be like, oh, I heard this, and oh, yeah, I'm just going to kind of, you know, repeat it out. But when you're hit with a challenge and you're really kind of like, it's where that rubber meets the road, and it's kind of like, well, my Nintendo Switch, if it doesn't work after we pray, like, this is going to hurt, right? Like, this is something very meaningful to him. This is going to hurt. And to process that in and be like, but then God is still good no matter what, that's not repeating what you've heard. That's speaking what you know, the foundation that's been laid. So that is, I mean, you're right, that's going to take him far. (laughs) That's going to take him far. So that's, wow, um, just a powerful um, encouragement this morning. There's actually so many big wins. You just recently told me another one, but I'm going to not, I won't say it. You can tell other people another time if you want. But. Yeah, she just had another one. I'm just like, yeah, she texted me early in the morning, told me this cool story. And I'm like, you can text me anytime in the morning and tell me <laughs> cool stories of what God's done in your life. And it's awesome. But um, all right, I'm going to go to this question. And I'm going to ask um, Luz and Holly to share on this one. And this question is, is, what would you say to the moms and dads here that the key to staying vibrant, to staying happy and whole as a mom and keeper of your home is? What would be the key? And uh, you can decide who goes first.
1: If you're going through the storm, praise him.
4: Yeah, come on.
1: If you're going through a joy, praise him. (laughs) If you're going through sorrow, praise him. Because the joy comes from the Lord. And when you receive the the joy of the Lord, then you're able to deliver it. Mm. And trust him. And I say this because everybody has been Mm. through afflictions, challenges, sadness. But to stay vibrant and joyful, just receive receive it from the Lord. Mm. And so I... I say this because through experience and living it and doing it, because it's easy to say it, I know. It's just easy to say it. But when you, I don't want to use the word practice it, but if you, like, really, really humble yourself and just praise him, put your best worship and praise Mm -hmm. on, receive the joy, and then you just stay by Mm it, and you're able to deliver that vibrancy the joy to the children mm. and everything just becomes this small yeah mm-hmm. and so mm-hmm. that's been my experience
0: come on that's good holly
2: i think a couple of things i think one of the things that um has really helped me is when i just returned to being a child and and seeing life and everything through the eyes of my kids and and I have the funnest time when I do that, when I just abandon, like, <laughs> myself. And I um, mm-hmm. it's just really just so much joy comes from that. And then I would have to agree with you, um, just, pr- like, praising God. Like, there's been, I've, you know, we've been through a lot. And um, sometimes it's even hard to pray for my children because it's so painful. Mm-hmm. But I got to just spoken to me about just worshiping him, and when I do that, you know, you're just, God gives you the ability to dance over disappointment, and um, just really gives you that joy that only comes from God, I would say that.
0: That's that's so good, you know, moms really do set the tone and the temperature of the home, and which is what you're saying. So in order to flip that switch sometimes, we really have to make adjustment. Yeah. And uh, you guys know, it's not easy. It's not easy when there's like stuff happening and yeah. it's painful and it's, it's painful times a thousand when it's your kids going through it. It's like an, a new level of pain. Yeah. And sometimes like, I, I don't even know how to deal. I, I'm just like't I don't, I don't know what to do here, yeah. but worship, but praise. like I don't there, I have'm all out of options,
1: yeah.
0: and um, and but it really does. I, I know that like you know dad's fathers should set the spiritual dynamic and leadership of the home, but moms really do set the tone and temperature. and so what a responsibility we have. Um, to flip that switch when it's not feeling good. And you guys know, too, moms, if you're in a bad mood, what's the home feel like? It feels bad. <laughs> it feels bad. Like, the kids come home, and they're like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it's like, you know, or, or, or the, you know, the husband or dad comes home, after and he's like, uh, it feels weird in here. I guess the kids have been crazy all day, or, you know. And But we really do, so it's important to, kind of work in the opposite spirit and just kind of like nope it's not Mm -hmm. today you know I'm doing this you know um which is hard but it's worth it yeah it's worth it and uh, the older I get the the more I am I lean into it but I wish you know that 20 years ago when I was starting out that I did it more back then Mm. I wish I did All right, uh, next question. Um, I'm going to start with Esme on this one, and then I'm going to have Kaylee Tag on as well. But do you have a uh, a scripture that would inspire you on the daily, like as a mom, or or a biblical promise that God's giving you kind of over your home that would encourage you during difficulty?
5: Okay, so I'm sure a lot of you have heard this because I feel like it's, like, the go-to token scripture that a lot of people, like, post on social media or talk about. But Philippians 4.13, um, uh, basically, like, oh, God, did I just forget the scripture? (laughs) I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Okay, um, so very brief, very quickly, I will um, share something with you guys. So when I was active duty, I was working crazy hours. I was constantly leaving my son, and I was just done. Like, I was just like, I'm over this. I don't want to do this. And I had to go to um, an evolution where I had to go shoot. And so at this shooting range, I'm like, you know, helmet, full Kevlar. I have a rifle, a pistol, and now I have to shoot my rifle, drop, drop down to my knees, go to the prone position, and shoot with, my, with just back and forth shooting. This is awesome, by the way. <laughs> And as I'm doing that, I'm like, I'm starving. I'm tired of not seeing my son. Um, I see my son. He's sleeping. I have to come back to work. I see my son. I haven't slept. Dropped him off at school. I have to go back to work. And I was done. And if I didn't qualify and shoot correctly in in 2.5 seconds, I was going to fail this evolution. And I remember looking up at the sky because it was cold. It was in the middle of Camp Pendleton. And I was just like, God, I'm tired. Like, I I can't do this. And I heard the scripture. And from that moment on, I was like, oh, my gosh, this is it. Like, I can get through anything. It doesn't matter if it's good, the bad, or the ugly. Christ is what gives me strength. And I can overcome anything because of it. And it doesn't mean I'm not going to experience battles and I'm not going to experience heartbreaks or pain or whatever. I know God's going to give me the strength to get through it and I will literally repeat this scripture over and over to myself in almost daily if not like all the time. So, yeah. That's my
3: So, I'm going to make a joke because it's really funny. It. I like <laughs> because jokes. I have small kids. If you have small kids, you'll get it. I said to Joel, if I get asked this question today, I was going to say, Jesus wept. And so do I. <laughs> um, because that's, <laughs> that's just life with little kids and multiple <laughs> little guys. <crying. kids. laughs> um, and so, uh, that's just being funny. But um, on this serious note, um, like I said, like I mentioned before, the verse that I kind of always go back to is train up your child in the way they should go and they shall not depart from it. And for me, that's just like, gosh, like I have to remind myself over and over and over, you know, like we're we're doing the right thing. We're living for Jesus. We're, you know, we want to lay down our lives for the sake of Jesus. And um, you know, bring our kids to church, bring our kids to the prayer room, bring, you know, even if it's hard, it's so hard. Like it would be much easier for me not to take my kids to the prayer room because half the time I don't even get to pray. I'm just sitting there and be like, don't do that. Don't run, (laughs) color this, you know, basically that's kind of what I do. (laughs) And so, um, it's just making living for Jesus a priority. And for me, I have to remind myself that you know, I, you know, looking down 10, 15 years down the road, this is gonna be worth it. The hard decisions I make on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, it's gonna be worth it. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that's fine. I,
0: I just wanna bring this up because um, I like that, looking 10, 15 years down the road. So if, if, if you're like wanting your children to look a certain way in ten or fifteen years, like maybe there's kids that you see, there's young adults now that you're like, oh, man, I want my son to look like that young adult, you know, that twenty year old, that twenty, because they're madly in love with Jesus and they are living their dreams and they're they are they have good work ethic and you know, or or I, I want my daughter to grow up to to be you know so pure and holy and and passionate for Jesus and and to be resilient and choose well in relationships and and so you see these these young adults out there and you're like I want that what the encouragement is go to those parents and say what did you do 20 years ago 10 years ago and help me do that now show me give me advice because like I think, like Kaylee, some of the hard things that you say that you're doing, like these are things that, like Kaylee and I've, I mean, we met in Toronto, and she was uh, in our young adult ministry, and she was a young adult leader, uh, youth leader, uh, in our ministries, and then um, ended up coming and living at our house. There's a whole like history there, and now they're down here. You know, there's all that, but there's been so many questions along the way that she's asked and really gleaned. Um, And so, I don't know, you take your kids to the prayer room. I used to take my kids to the prayer room, you know, and so I see Kaylee doing all these hard things, and they're really hard. Like, I'm standing in the prayer room, and her kids are like, like spinning crazy. Like, they're just like, they're just crazy. And she literally is like, don't do that don't run walk 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 you know and 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 I'm just like kind of laughing because this is her life all the time you know and but she's there you know and and it's it's the day in and the day out uh week after week year after year <laughs> and it it feels long <laughs> right can I add something to Absolutely.
3: That? Um, and when I was single, I was not married at this time, I was living in uh, Craig and Renee's basement apartment, and I remember hearing Josiah. And I know I've told Josiah this before, but this Josiah was young, like, yeah. I don't know, like 10? Uh, I don't know, yeah, 10 maybe? Like and he was just learning how to play the guitar. And um, my basement apartment was like here, and he would always practice in the room here. And I, every day, Every single day, I would hear him over and over just playing the same worship song, trying to get it, you know? And um, I just remember being like, wow, like he's, you know, first of all, learning an instrument, and, but he just loved Jesus from such a young age. And I remember um, pretty much being like, when I first met Renee, I was like, let's go for coffee, let's go for coffee, let's go for coffee. And I would consistently like bother her to like hang out with me. And um, I kind of look back at that and it's kind of funny because that's not really my personality and I just felt like I needed like to learn something. And I've learned a lot of different things over the years and um, I remember that. Like I remember being single and um, sitting down in a Starbucks and be like, so like tell me like what did you do with Josiah and Faith when they were babies? Like I would ask you certain questions because I knew when I had a family, that's what I wanted it to look like. And so, yeah.
0: That's cool, that's cool. Um, to give Kaylee some credit here, I did tell her to harass me to get together. Um, we, when Craig and I were, were young in ministry, and young adults, we had uh, like older kind of spiritual uh, fathers and mothers say, hey, like I'm really busy, but just like kind of like harass me To get time with me and it's not going to be a bother it's just that like i'm pulled in so many directions that if you keep coming back to me like i will make time for you and i remember that so we we would do that and that's how we got time and investment and so i've told different people you know and kind of like you're never bothering me just harass me and i will make time for you and and uh so (laughs) she wasn't just being weird um or like stalker or something but (laughs) All right. Well, I want to I want to kind of end with with just something maybe a little funny. I, um in motherhood and fatherhood I'm sure as well, there's things that are unexpected. You know, you you, you kind of look and you're like, "Gosh, I didn't see that coming when I was planning on being a mom." Do you, any of you and all of you, this is for all of you, have something that you're like, "Wow, never pictured myself doing blank." So anyway,
4: for me, just chasing after my, a small child like I did, <laughs> I rather was called the Houdini at our last church because I didn't realize I had to, sp- I didn't, <clears throat> I wanted to invest, like go to baby gate companies and say, look, you <laughs> think your baby gate <laughs> can handle, okay, It can't, try it out, have mine try it out because I, I had no idea. I had no idea when my mom had said, you better keep your eyes on them at all times because they'll be gone in a second. Didn't Elena sat right there. Ryler turned my head and he was gone. And th- he's a man on a mission. <laughs> he's so still I, like I that. just never saw myself do- <laughs> doing the craziest things. and Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <I> mean.
0: <laughs> Someone else? Yeah. I know. I'm on the spot on this one. Kaylee, I know you got something.
4: I got so many
3: things. Like... <laughs>
0: I'm scared Um, Um, (laughs) I'll
3: use one from just this past week I already mentioned (laughs) I've already told Renee this Um, basically okay so one afternoon um, this all happened in like two hours and Joel was at work and I was losing it (laughs) and (laughs) because Peyton ate she had like yogurt for lunch and she had it all in her hair whatever so I was like okay I'm gonna give her a bath The other two are perfectly happy. They're watching their show on their iPads. They're fine. So, you know, I leave the door open. I'm bathing Peyton, and she poops in the bathtub, okay? And especially being pregnant, I cannot handle this. This is (laughs) horrible, okay? She's the first child that has really done this consistently, (laughs) and it's like a thing. (laughs) And so, you know, next thing I know, I'm like, I'm like gagging. I'm like, this is horrible. I'm like texting Joel. I'm like, I need help, (laughs) I can't do this, and then next thing you know, Kenna comes in, she's like, I have to go pee. I'm like, okay, so go in the toilet. We only have one bathroom, so, you know, this is all happening in the same little area, and then two seconds later, I'm not even kidding, she goes, I get her clean up, whatever, she goes back out. She comes like, I'm pooping my pants. I'm like, are you serious? So, for me, <laughs> that's just, that's it.
0: <laughs> it's A lot of pooping and <laughs> peeing all over the place. Great. Never, never saw that coming. All right.
5: Okay. Back to me. Thank you. Um, this is really hard because I'm like, how do I, like, um, there's just so many things. So it's really hard to just pinpoint one thing. But the fact that I can, like, uh, I'll say this. So a few years ago, you guys had a panel up here. Um, and one of the moms, I don't, I'm not going to say who, but one of the moms was talking about how She um, was kind of tired and wanted a break Mm. and was like tired of being with the kids. And I was sitting somewhere over there crying my eyes out because (laughs) I was like, I missed so much time. Mm. And I was was hurting, I was hurting so bad. And so being on this panel for me was like such a healing thing. So I was like, wow, like being a parent is hard. Mm. And then being able to look at your kid and your kid say something like, you're a good mom. Mm Or, I love you, Mom. Or, can I talk to you? Or, can I just have a hug? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's thank good. you, God, that you've helped me get to this point And my son can still come to me in, the, in that way.
0: That's and still good. have a
5: relationship for as much time that I missed.
0: So mm, I like that. You, sh- you flipped that.
2: Didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, mine would be that I'm... This old, and I have a, a little kid. Just since yes. the ages of—I was not planning on that. Um, but I'm—I'm I'm like just beyond grateful. I was told when I was younger that I wasn't going to be able to have kids, or it would wow. be really hard to have kids. So they're all a miracle, and just th- what I learned from each one of them is just psychotically beautiful. And I just, I, I, um, I just, I can't. I, I learned so much about myself, and I just learned. Just about the father's love and just like yeah. selflessness, mm-hmm. selflessness, and um, it's the best thing ever.
1: Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just still cannot believe sometimes, even if it's true, that um, the Lord was gracious to pick me, pick my children, to serve Him, to come alongside, it to be such a team, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I never thought that. I never thought that. And the great thing about this is that my family get to see that too Mm -hmm. and they ask for it and so it's just very encouraging Mm -hmm.
0: Um, for me I'm going to answer this question in a silly way but one thing that I did not see coming in being a mom is um, waking up from a a dead sleep in the middle of the night with a little three-year-old staring at you. (sighs) There's nothing more terrifying than when you're laying there and you open your eyes and you're like, (gasps) as you're like staring. I'm like, how long have you been there? And then you just plan to never sleep again for the rest of your life, Uh, which has been many years now. I'm very, very light (laughs) since that moment, I'm sure. So there's that. Um, We're going to wrap up. Um, I know it's Mother's Day and and many of you maybe have plans, but, um, you know, really raising kids, I'm going to say this and you're going to be like, no, it's not. It's simple. Uh, It doesn't feel that way uh, because it feels very complicated and it feels worrisome and it feels tiring and all those things. But the the truth of the reality is as we live a life devoted to Jesus and we just do what he says to do, it's simple uh, because it takes all the extras out of it because we focus on him and we just say, God, help me guide me, lead me, and then we live in his grace, and we just live in his grace. It doesn't mean it's not hard days, but it's not complex. It's simple, and um, I feel like sometimes I get in the way of my own simplicity, and I'm the one that complicates it. So, we're gonna, we're gonna end there, but um, if you... If you need prayer this morning, are you guys okay if if someone needs prayer? Yeah. I figured I didn't ask them in advance, but I figured they would be. But we'll we'll roll some music in a little bit. And um, if you need prayer, and you don't have to be a mom to need prayer. You can be a dad or you can have no children. You know, that's okay. You can be a teenager. You can be a child. It doesn't matter. If you just need prayer for something either that's mentioned or just kind of like, I just need someone to kinda come alongside me this morning, then, then they're gonna make themselves available. They'll come down uh, kinda on the floor and for a few moments afterwards, and and that will be the case. But why don't we stand uh, as we as a, we end? Also, I just kinda wanna make mention that if you are a mom in the room, then we have uh, C's uh, candies that we wanna give to you just to, to bless you. And uh, if you are a mom in the room that's allergic to chocolate, and I know there is one, then I have something specifically for you, that's not chocolate. So But let me just pray over all of you, and then uh, they'll be available for ministry. Father, I just thank you. I thank you um, just f- from my personal experience, just a privilege of being a mom. And, and I know that moms c- come in different ways. And I, I'm a natural mom, but also a spiritual mom. And for those in the room that maybe aren't natural moms, I thank you for, for the spiritual mothering that you have put on them, that they can mother a generation. Even though they might not be a natural mom, they can have a powerful, impacting a legacy that they can leave on our spiritual generation. So I thank you for that. I thank you for all of us in this room and the families represented. I pray that you would strengthen us in your name. That you would give us tenacity and passion and resilience to stand in the hard times of, of raising families and, and, and doing the right things in the, in the midst of difficulty that we could stand at the end of the day and say, you know, I was faithful and I was obedient. I was faithful to the call and I was obedient to the voice of the Lord. And really that, that's as simple as it can be. So I, I just I thank you for that and I pray a special blessing on every mom and every family in this house and represented by this house today in your name amen amen